I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Drew Hill covers the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. He's down there at FedEx Forum as we speak, getting the tour of the new look forum. Drew Hillski, what it do, man? What's up? I'm here at this FedEx Forum uh, tour, getting uh, live updates on the upgrades here at the Forum. Haven't seen them all yet, about mm-hmm. halfway through. I know everybody's interested in what's going in in the terrace level, but uh, some new old Dominic stuff. Uh, the old WinBet Lounge is Caesar's Sportsbook Lounge now. Um, so all kinds of things. There's like a weekend hang suite down here for the courtside season ticket holders. Got lots of stuff going on at are, the moment. Are those the uh, are those the big sort of? Uh, I've seen you uh, tweet some pictures out. Are those sort of the main uh, changes to the amenities at the forum this year? Change of the the the, the lounge name and and uh, you know some new like are those the main things this year? Yeah, I would say that those are like the biggest things. Like the the stuff to me that's like kind of cool is you've got well. Obviously, in the terrace level, you've got the, a bar coming in. Uh, I like the fact that they've changed a lot of the concessions to be grab-and-go stuff now. So you're not going to be waiting in as long a lines for beer and whatnot. Uh, you'll be able to just you know grab a beer out of the thing, get in the line where people are checking people out, but it'll be faster because the concession workers won't have to go grab the stuff for you. You can just get it yourself. Um, and there's if you are a soda drinker and not a beer drinker, at the uh, at FedEx Forum, you can now um, refill yourself. There are refill machines all over the concourse. So some cool stuff going in for sure. Drew, what do you think for this team? I- I've sort of been asking in the sense this preseason, of you think top four in the West if everything goes right, Jaron Jackson gets back early enough, or are you thinking more along that five to eight range in terms of where they might be uh, when the regular season is done? I hope you're right. I hope it's top four. I think it is going to be a little bit tougher than maybe people expect because, I mean, you never know what's going to happen injury-wise in the conference, but assuming everybody is healthy, you have to think that the the Nuggets are better, the Clippers are better, um, the Pelicans are better. The only team that really got worse in the West is the Utah Jazz. Mm -hmm. That matters. That matters. You know, obviously the Spurs got worse and whatnot, but they don't really matter. The teams that matter to the Grizzlies, uh, the Jazz are the only team that took a step backwards. So you've got a lot of teams expected to, to take a step up. I mean, I'm interested to see if the Lakers will be competent or not. I don't know if I believe that quite yet, sure. but we'll see. They'll have a chance to prove it. Um, I, I, I think Memphis is still talented enough 
to be a playoff team, to not have to worry about the play-in. Um, but I think a lot of it's actually just going to be out of their control. How do other teams play over the course of the season? Are we going to have a juggernaut team in the West, or is everyone going to beat up on each other enough that you know that, that they end up pretty safe? But um, I could see them in that in that four to six range, and I don't even feel like that would be a step backwards for Memphis. It's just yep. a credit to the conference for getting better. I'm with you. Uh, you wrote today uh, about or, or yesterday about John Morant and uh, you know the the seemingly ending, never ending stream of of criticism that he gets. Uh, when it comes to just the way he lives his life on social media and how public he is, you know, about pretty much everything, right? I think about the tequila shots on the plane on the way to the All-Star game, right? This is uh, this is just seems to be a, a, a part of who John Morant is. When do you think that conversation ends? Does it ever end about, you know, the, the obsession we have over a 24-year-old, 100 multimillionaire, you know, having a good time on social media? Uh, I don't think that it ends until that kind of stops. But at the same time, to me, if I, if I were somebody on the outside looking in at the situation, the fact that the Grizzlies don't seem to be too worried about it suggests that it will all be okay. I mean, Ja basically just dismissed it and said, yeah, I party. And I'm young and, I'm part, and I party. And my job, because I make money, allows me to go party. It allows me to have cool experiences and do those sorts of things. Um, but I don't party to the point where I can't wake up and be in the gym the next day. Mm-hmm. When, it, when the partying becomes too much to where I can't wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and be in the gym at 6 working out um, and getting the practice time in, then that's when it becomes a problem. So um, I think all in all, Ja is uh, – of course he hears that criticism – but he, he doesn't really seem to care about the opinions of other people. Well, and it's, and it's not like, I mean, the, the issue really, because, you know, Jeff spent a whole, uh, you know, couple segments on it today, and Gary was talking about it yesterday. It's not like John Morant's the first NBA player that's ever partied or that's ever drank or that's ever, you know, had good times. It's just the fact that we now know about it because he's, you know, on social media. That's the, that's the only difference between what John Moran is doing and what Allen Iverson was doing and what Michael Jordan was doing. We just, we see it now, and we didn't used to be able to see it. Yeah, at least he's not James Harden. Let's put it that way. Right. Uh, like, James Harden know? showed up to training camp last year at 260 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, at least Ja is a professional still, right? He's very much a professional about it. I don't think Ja could weigh 260 pounds if he wanted to. Yeah. Like, he probably couldn't. James yeah, Harden did I mean, though. James Harden w- was two sixty, you know, and he was still and he was still in the strip club blowing hundred and fifty thousand dollars a night, you know. So it's like, I, you know, as long as you're taking care of your obligations professionally, who am I or who is anybody to question what right. you're doing outside of those responsibilities? There are three things here that I think matter. How do uh, how does the organization feel about it? One. And the organization just gave him a max contract. So if it was that big of a deal, I don't think they'd be committing to him over, you know, the next five years. So just gave him a max contract. That's one. Um, Is it affecting his ability to get better? And he seems to think that it is not. And from what we've seen on the court, it's not. And the third is, like, what does teammates think of it? And maybe Danny Green is here to try to keep everybody in check. But uh, his teammates, a lot of them are the same age as him. And they go out and they do the same exact things as him. 
And look, they finished second in the West last year. Going to be hard to argue against any of that. Um, I personally just think it's it's a matter of being 24 years old and having millions and millions of dollars to spend. I would be doing the same thing probably if I was in Josh's. Oh yeah, you, I mean you'd be posting on uh, Sundays at you know Red Zone get-togethers, man. You know we see what you be doing oh, yeah. on Instagram, all those uh, you know Heinekens or whatever the hell it is, those Zimas you got. Is it the Heinies? Heinekens, Heinekens. That's enough. I drink bourbon, which is probably more wow. dangerous than Heineken. Well, I'm gonna... uh, I go with bourbon on Sundays. So. Wow. Yeah, I'll wake up with the occasional Monday hurting a little bit, but Sunday is my fun day. Yeah, like I, have, I, I have a problem with that. I have an issue. Sunday is Drew's fun day, John. Well, I, I have an issue with that. I have a problem with Drew Hill being on Instagram drinking bourbon all the time. You know, I just feel like what, you know. Drew, grown man. That's an issue. That, that for me, is an issue. Like, where's the professionalism, right? What's the difference between Drew Hill doing it and John Morant doing it? Well, John, we saw you walk out of uh, Nissan Stadium on Sunday. I don't think you were the most sober person in the world. Right? So, <laughs> he, look, he looked a mess. But you, gotta, but you understand why I wasn't sober at least. Oh, yeah, that was a disaster. You, you owe Bennett a big <laughs> apology. You better – I mean, I hope this is a major lesson learned for you because, you know, like it's John not. Morant, you know – when he struggles and, and he has a bad game, he gets back in the gym and he works on it. Well, mm-hmm. maybe you need to work on your Titans hate a little bit because the Raiders, the Raiders are, are, are I mean, the Bears are horrible. Don't get me wrong. They're not that far. They've, they've it, won it, twice. It's really bad. They've won twice. Yeah, I know. I can't, I know. Even, I can't even imagine something like that. Yeah, it's not even a, a possibility. Un- unattainable. That's an unattainable, you know, goblet mm-hmm. that I will never, ever, ever have. Two wins? <laughs> Drew, I actually do have a Justin Fields question for you, but before we get to that, back to Grizzlies real fast. The, the guy I'm most fascinated probably to watch, aside from John Moran, obviously, and what happens next with him, is Dylan Brooks. Right? It, it feels like it's two things to me. You got Dylan Brooks in a high stakes season, right? Contract expiring. You feel like inside, he's probably man. I'm going to show the, not just the Grizzlies, but the whole NBA what I got, right? Because I, you know, who knows what happens this year with this thing, whether I resign or go out on the open market. But you've also got it seems like this expectation that hopefully Dylan Brooks sort of falls into line this year, becomes more efficient, maybe he's the number three scorer. So how do those two things sort of intersect for you in terms of the kind of season you're expecting from him? I think from what he said at Media Day, it is so hard, even for the biggest Dylan Brooks hater in Memphis, it is so hard to argue with what he said. It was the most self-aware rational answer he could have given about, I know I need to be more uh, efficient. This is a contract year for me. If I'm able to do that, I'm going to end up getting paid what I deserve. There's a fine line here, though, um, because if he does play really well and it is a contract year, the Griffins are going to be going into this trade deadline thinking, man, Dylan's in for a pretty big payday. You know, we still got to pay Desmond Bain. Uh, Are we going to have enough money to offer the guy uh, based on what his worth is? And Dylan could play so well, he could play himself off the team at the trade deadline if he plays that well. Um, because they're not going to let that guy walk out the door for nothing if he's, if he's really valuable. Um, and then also, if he doesn't play well, there's also uh, a scenario where the Grizzlies just choose to move on from him at the end of the year. Um, and then there's a, a probably a middle ground there where he does the things that, that they you know, want him to do He's willing to take a contract that they can offer him and also pay Desmond Bain. Um, so there's, it's a very 
very interesting situation there with Dylan. There's like a fine line between how well he plays or how poorly he plays or, you know, what kind of Dylan we get. And that's really going to impact the future. So to me, yeah, like that's, that's the guy I'm watching this year. I want to know what he's, what he's up to, what he's doing. I want to see if he actually can be efficient. You don't really see players just all of a sudden become a lot more efficient this late in their careers. So it's going to be a challenge for Dylan for sure. But can Taylor put him in situations and get his head in the right place to where, you know, some things you're just going to get from Dylan. But if he's making good decisions, not even about making all the shots, just if he's making good decisions, you got to feel good about where, where he is. I think it's easy to lose sight of how good Dylan is because last year went so badly, sure. <laughs> to be honest. Like yep. he got hurt twice in the playoffs. He wasn't the same. Um, he had that game four where everybody blamed him for the loss. And so um, I think there's like, a, I don't want to say like a bad taste in, in the mouth of Grizzlies fans because I think that, you know, overall they still do like Dylan. Um, but it just didn't go well last year. And so now he's, he's coming over uh, this year and it feels like he's trying to prove himself again this late when we've already seen Dylan be pretty good. Yeah, I feel like, that, I feel like that game six was uh, performance art. I, I forgave him. I, with that game six, when it was just like it was, I was I found myself just like like this is hilarious what Dylan Brooks is doing, and like for a, for a half, you know what I'm saying? For a half, the first half, it was it was it was a beautiful thing. I know the ball went off his foot, and he gave up the layup there, and that you know totally turned the game. I get it, man, but. That was like a Jeremiah Martin-esque first half he put together there against South Florida, and I will forever appreciate him for that. We're talking to Drew Drewski Hill here on the show down at FedEx Forum, uh, covers the Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. You know, one guy that we haven't talked about but really feels like potentially a key, a, a guy who could maybe unlock the Grizzlies getting back to that spot, Zaire Williams. And, and like, like, what can he be? What should he be? you know, going into year two here for the Memphis Grizzlies? He's interesting, too, because of his position, right? You move on from Kyle, you move on from DeAnthony, and you're moving Conchar up in the rotation, which I kind of like, honestly. I think he'll be he'll surprise some people this year. I get some a sense from the organization that there's some confidence in him um, at the beginning of the season. But Zaire is essentially part of your depth now at two guard because you lost so much of it Um, because behind Bain, I guess it's Conchar who's kind of a wing as well. And it's Zaire. And so I, it's, it would be totally unfair to expect a leap, the level of like a Desmond Bain or something like that. But if he shoots the ball from three, the way he did towards the end of the season for the Grizzlies, that would be really encouraging. Um, and he's definitely going to play some serious minutes. And there's so much defensive potential to be unlocked there as well because he is so big. I mean, it looks like he grew uh, over the summer because when he came back, he's even it feels like he's even taller than he was last year. Um, guy that just turned 21 years old. And so, yeah, I think he's a big piece for sure. And he's a big piece on, you know, your guard depth. And he's also, you know, six foot 10, six foot 11. So, um that, that's a good guy to have. We'll see how much he improved and how much that summer league of handling the ball benefited him. But he's definitely going to play a big role. And I just would, I, I just would say you, you got to be careful setting the bar too high with him there. 
Santi gonna swim or sink if he starts the year like it feels like it for for Jaron in that four spot. He's swimming. I, All right. I if you listen to the if you listen to the Daily Memphian uh, Grizzlies podcast, with Chris, this summer this has been been my take. Uh, and I'm either gonna sound real smart or real dumb here <laughs> in the next couple weeks. I like it. I like uh, you going out there. I like it. Yeah, but uh, but I just think that he's the best fit personally for sure. that role simply because of his size, right? Mm-hmm. The, the main thing you're losing with Jaron is the rim protection, and Santi is the tallest by far of all your options. So that, that for that reason alone, I think you you got to give him a chance. Also, that first summer league, it seems to stick in everybody's brain because he was bad. He didn't make any shots. But his shot is not that bad. He looked pretty good in summer league. He had a very good summer for the Grizzlies. He trained out in Spain with Zaire and with Dark, you know, Darko uh, Rajakovic, the assistant coach. They all went out to Spain together um, and trained for a couple weeks. And you hear a lot of really good things around Santi, a lot of confidence in him. Dylan Brooks said everybody's going to be surprised by the way he plays. Um, he, When he first went to that, that summer league, he was coming off of an injury so he wasn't playing basketball very much, and he was uh, uh, he was over in Spain. He didn't do the combine or any of that stuff. So guy really wasn't playing any organized basketball or on the court much at all. He gets over to summer league and he plays poorly. It felt like a lot of people were ready to write him off right at the beginning. Um, but I, I think there's definitely reason to feel good about Santi going into the start of the season. Things have been trending in the right direction good. for him for months now. And so now he's just got to deliver it when he gets on the court. Could be an absolutely huge boost for him. Absolutely, especially to start the year. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Listen to every MLB game live The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone Stream minor league affiliates The Midwest League home run leader And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.